Here I am, the electric car superstar, talking to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from FLX Beats, and this article comes to you from Electric. But before we get to this article, hit that future at futuristic Elroy beat for me, Chris Fletcher. This is our contest. We already have one entrant. Um, you guys can put your sound on that. Send it to me at msantiago at electriccarsuperstar.com. And yeah, we're going to feature five. We're going to feature some of these at the end of our shows. There's going to be five winners. We're going to take the five best songs and we're going to throw them on iTunes. We're going to make a mini album of the this at Futuristic Elroy Challenge. So if you guys know someone that can put a good sound to a beat, let them know you go on our website go hit our patreon tab and contribute to the show you will get that beat you will get the featured beat of the week which is welcome to machine it's a remake of a pink floyd song into a dubstep rap style beat so you'll get that beat as well as the f futuristic elro beat so that you can participate in this challenge now on to the article here shell to start deploying fast charging ev station with alego at his gas stations written by fred lambert some oil companies are well aware of the world's car fleet fast transition to electric vehicles and they are looking to adopt as electric cars increase in popularity Gas stations will be forcibly downgraded to simple convenience stores, and consequently, they will lose a significant revenue stream. Shell aims not to be left out in this transition by installing electric vehicle stations at their gas stations. They announced earlier this year that they would start deploying the charging stations in Britain and the Netherlands later this year, but today they confirmed the first few stations through a partnership with Alego. Electric Vehicle Charging Network wrote in a press release, the first chargers are due to open in Greater London Derby and the western part of the Netherlands, Randstad, by the end of 2017. Increasingly, they confirm that they will be using DC fast charging stations, but the chargers are capped at 50 kilowatts which is unfortunate in 2017 when other companies are deploying chargers capable of much higher charge rates, like Tesla's superchargers capable of 120 kilowatt, and Porsche even started deploying its first 350 kilowatt chargers. Nonetheless, it's better than deploying level two chargers, and it should especially be useful for Nissan Leaf, BMW i3, and owners of other CAD demo CSS compatible electric cars. Tesla owners could also benefit if they deploy Chad DMO adapters like with the Lego charging stations pictured above. Anja Bad Nearson, CEO of Allegio, commented on the announcement. We are proud being a service partner for Shell and that we can contribute to the transition towards cleaner mobility. 
We are looking forward to support Shell in developing excellent value to its customers. We see that people are willing to shift towards electric mobility, but a lack of appropriate level of charging infrastructure in interportable charging services is one of their main concerns. Allegro and Shell join forces by adding fast chargers at the right service stations. Shell now actively contributes in creating a reliable and open charging network, a network that is accessible for all EV drivers, despite the brand of the car. Shell didn't reveal how many gas stations will get chargers. With 25,000 Shell-branded gas stations in the world, it was significantly increased electric vehicle charging infrastructure if they decided to deploy stations at every location, though it's unlikely at the moment. Interestingly, the initiative comes just as the UK is considering a new bill to make gas stations install electric car chargers. It looks like this mural of evolution of gas stations at Tesla factory in Fremont might have been a window into the future. End of article. And uh, you could uh, check out that picture. It is a sweet picture where they're talking about the evolution of the gas pump here. They, they show like probably a gas pump from 1909. I'm guessing the year of the first gas car onto, uh, you know, every gas pump that you could see coming up the food chain there and the last uh, charging thing station there or gas pump or electric pump or whatever you want to call it is uh, Tesla's actual supercharger. Now, this article, of course, the title grabbed me. I saw that in my newsfeed and I said, yeah, that's something I'm going to read. And, you know, it, it is. It's, it's getting to the point where now it's very interesting. I just read it there towards the end of the article that they have laws coming into the same area in the UK, a new bill forcing gas stations to put up electric uh, stations. Now, I would be for that. The reason being is up here in upstate New York, we have a very successful gas station and uh, it's called Fast Track. I am a fan of Fast Track. I go there with my job. I, I actually fuel my work vehicle there whenever I get a chance because it's on route. and. I probably go to many of them around here in my electric car. I mean, I, I have a, an electric car, fully electric car. I have no business at a gas station, but these guys are, are they created such a nice environment for people that need gas and the whole convenience store environment that I, I, I am a fan and I am a customer and I still go to these places, even though I have an electric car. I know it's, it's going to be probably in uh, some dirty magazine out there. I don't know what they're called these days. The, the, the smut magazines, electric car superstar seen at a gas station. And hey, whatever, I, I, I'm there. But when I notice they have all these gas pumps lined up, I mean, the, the one up the street for me, they, they probably have 12 gas pumps. Now, on top of these gas pumps, they have these huge covers. I mean, they're, they're thick, thick covers. And I believe they're there to protect the people fueling their vehicles 
from the elements because we live in a four season environment here and the weather could change in five minutes, go from here to there like nothing. I mean, we had huge hail this morning, rain, thunderstorm, and sun out the door as soon as I left the door. So I, the rain, the, the weather does fluctuate here, so I can see the reason for that. But when I see the size of this thing, and it's flat up there, and the structure, it, is, it seems like it's thick enough and tough enough to support solar panels. They, they can have these structures equipped with solar panels to the point where it would supply, I mean, a ton of electricity, in my mind. And they can use that for their charging stations. Now, it might get to the point where, you know, those solar panels will not produce the electricity needed by a huge electric car fleet, but still it will provide something. And it's something that they can do now. So this thing that's going on in Europe is awesome. And in the Netherlands, I don't know if the Netherlands is part of the Europe, but this is, this is kind of great. I mean, what a way to provide immediate infrastructure if gas stations just started popping up with charging stations. I've said this before and I've said this in many other podcasts. I don't think that the gas station is the way to go for these stations. I really do believe that workout facilities, grocery stores, libraries, places, restaurants, places where you go in and you, you spend time, libraries, you go there and you, you, you spend time. Doctor's offices. I mean, you go to a doctor's office, you show up on time and they still make you wait an hour because somebody before you showed up late. Well, as an electric car owner, that way would be a little less painful if you know that your car is out gaining, you know, some mileage. I could go on and on. How about the Department of Motor Vehicles? Now, I don't know about you guys, but here in the United States, it's always a hit and miss. You go there, you're either in and out or you're there between half an hour and an hour. Courts, you go to a courthouse. There's, I mean, we have that here. We are, our courthouses are downtown and a lot of the garages downtown actually do have charging stations here. They're 240s. They're nothing like what they're going to put in these gas stations. These are going to be fast chargers, but still, I mean, it is, it's a way that you can charge your vehicle in time and places where you know, you're going to be there. How about sporting, um, sporting venues? sport venues, festivals, places where you're going to be around for a long time and you know that your car is gonna sit there and it's gonna charge. I know there was another article I read. I don't know if I read it in the podcast. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a brain farts right now. But they talked about putting charging stations on light poles. I mean, there's, there's millions and millions of light poles. And all it would take is, is just a, an adapter to that light pole. You know, the, we have the infrastructure. Electricity is everywhere. What we don't have is the adapters. You know, we get the adapters out there. And guess what? You have chargers. I mean, even if you put one of those 240 plugs on each one of the adapters and you came out with, because I mean, right now, and we every every car that I know of that you buy that has 
that can be plugged in comes in with a 110 plug cord that you can plug onto a 110, a slow charger, the slowest charge you can get in your car. Well, why not get a 240 plug on the same cord and then put 240 outlets, you know, in all these places, you know, all like equip light posts with these 240 plugs, same plug that you use to plug in your dryer and I, I believe your washing machine. You guys know the plugs I'm talking about. Why not do that? It, the, the infrastructure is there. We just need the outlets. We need the, the plugs. We need the chargers put in places. Gas stations is a start, but I don't believe it, and it's, it, they're doing fast charging. But even some of the fast chargers, if you were to fully charge some of these vehicles, it's almost like a, a 20 or 30 minute wait. You can see right now in Tesla's uh, fast charging infrastructure here in the United States, people are wising up. They're opening up diners around these charging stations. They're opening up little shops where people can go and, and shop around. It, it's, it's a nice place where you know you could put something up because you know people are going to be and they're going to be 24 hour places people are going to be there to charge their vehicle now this is going to be more prevalent when they come out with their mass market model three it's i mean it's going to be out there when their model three comes out and these charging stations are probably going to be packed it's going to be people there all over the place that's why they they went with the decision of making it not free for the Model 3 because they know that these these stations are going to be a lot busier now. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to set up a brick and mortar shop, you want to open up that Starbucks and you know everywhere you turn in your municipality, there's a Starbucks. You want to open up your Starbucks franchise, your Five Guy franchise. I mean, I'll be looking to wherever these Tesla fast charging stations are. Now we have a, a Tesla fast charging station here at a ball. That is a great place to put a charger, any charger, because people go to the mall and they spend time at the mall. I mean, you know, some guys don't. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be stereotypical here, but I, I mean, I usually go to the mall, get what I want and I leave. But you know, I might shop around if I know my car's charging out in the parking lot. Think about it, businesses. All if if you're a business owner and you have a brick and mortar place listening to my show right now, let me tell you something. If a per your your goal is to get people in the door, then your second goal, your second goal is to have that person stay in the store long enough to buy something. Why wouldn't you have at least a 240 outside your business with your business name on it, courtesy of, you know, Jenko Music? Guess what? Someone's gonna go there, they're gonna charge their car, they're gonna plug their car in. We have apps that tell you where all the 240s are. They're gonna go there, they're, they're, gonna, they're, they're gonna see that it's courtesy of Jenko Music the app tells you that it's courtesy of Jenko Music. So guess what? The person's gonna go out there, they're gonna go into your store, they're gonna just look around. Even if they're not into music, they're gonna see the cooler. The cooler's gonna have water, a drink, something. They're gonna go into the cooler, 
and drinks happening. Then they're gonna remember because they've been <laughs> they needed to charge their car for 30 minutes to get to their next destination. They're gonna remember, oh man, my my buddy loves Metallica. This guy's got a, a, a vintage Metallica album right there. And he's a DJ. Guess what? I'm gonna buy this for him. I didn't even know I needed this till I came in here and spent 20 minutes looking around and saw it there and it reminded me that Joshua likes Metallica and this is the only album he's missing. It gets people in the doors. I, I mean, it's just gonna come to the realization of restaurant owners. You know, if if I leave my if I'm on a, if I'm out there and I'm driving and I'm doing my thing and I get hungry and I know that my favorite pizza joint is right around the corner, but just a few blocks up is my third favorite pizza joint, but they got an electric charging station. Guess what? I'm going to my third favorite pizza joint and I'm gonna eat their pizza. Even though, and I'm gonna drive right by my favorite pizza joint. You know why? Because that other pizza joint that makes pizza worse than my favorite place, or they're not as, you know, they're, they're not my type of pizza. Everybody has their type of pizza. They have a charging station. So that's where I'm going. I'm gonna leave it at that right now. I gotta enter this appreciation section. This show is getting kind of long right here. We're gonna get into the swing of things. We're gonna be getting more shows at you. All right now I'm in 19 minutes, hopefully with uh, Chris Fletcher's super editing and taking all my pauses out and doing the stuff that he does to make me sound great. And for that, I'm incredibly thankful. You know, I wanted to do this podcast and, you know, I, I was actually listening to a Pat Flynn show today talking about podcasts and how it would, you know, how it's probably one of the best ways to get your brand out there and to heard. And he is so right. I always coined the phrase, shows on the rise, and it's all you guys. Christopher Fletcher loves the numbers. He'll, he'll call me, he'll talk to me and say, hey, this is where our numbers are at. And, and it is, it's, it's amazing. It's like I'm, I, I'm going to conferences with thousands of people and I'm speaking in front of thousands of people. And that's the Electrification Nation. That's you guys. And you guys do a lot to give back. Uh, we had people reading articles for us. We'll, we'll have that this Friday. We sort of slipped up last Friday. Chris, is, Chris went into vacation mode. I went into weekend mode and you know we kind of slipped up a little bit and we need to get back on track because you guys, I, I mean, the numbers are there. And if we have an audience, that's gonna make us do what we gotta do. The potential is there. We're probably gonna get into other ways to create revenue for the show. Right now, our sole revenue is FLX Beats and Patreon. We're, you guys can hit that up at our website, electriccarsuperstar.com. And to spread the word out on the show, we're on three social media sites, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. We don't know how Pinterest works. Nobody's had, got, no one's gotten back at me with that, but they do, they do a great job at emailing us analytics. So we, I, I mean, it's amazing. We have a fan base on Pinterest and we don't even know how to use it. So this social media 
stuff is it, 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 going nuts out there. Facebook, you know, we just got we just got an episode through Facebook Messenger. Somebody read an article for us that was Scott. I got to read something from Scott. I sort of uh, messed up his last name, and I hope he doesn't get too embarrassed for me reading this on the air because this is what happens to the electric car superstar. You know, he does his thing, he works all day, and then he comes home and, you know, he, he throws he throws the article out there for Fletcher, Christopher Fletcher, to, to produce. And then I come home and I read the article and I send it to him. And... This article was actually written. This article was actually written by Scott Johnson, and you know he uh, sort of reached out to me because I went through the whole notion of reading an article and doing what I do, and I started calling him Scott Toad. So the funniest thing, he emailed me, he messaged me actually on Facebook, which was great. We appreciate that, and he sort of corrected me. He says, "My name is Scott Johnson." I kind of, I'm going to read the message that he sent to me. I hope he doesn't get too embarrassed about this. But I, this is the kind of stuff that we love about our audience. You know, you guys are not afraid to come out and reach out to us. Even when the electric car superstar makes a mistake, which I do, you know, well, I don't mind you guys correcting. This is perfect. He goes, hi, Marcial. Thanks for the feature on your show of our article. It was great. Just one thing I'd like to clear up for our future work together. And please don't be concerned because this happens all the time. My name is Scott Johnson and our company is called Toad Hollow Photography, as in toad like the frog. And we have this name because we do a lot of work volunteering here on the coast with historical and heritage groups. And I do a lot of old architectural photography for them. The name Todd Hollow is inspired from an old book. It's a fictional made up name. The reason I mentioned this is because our branding is very important to us. Also, all our old, old, old fans call us Mr. and Mrs. Toad because of our name. I know it's confusing for people who are just finding out about us. This happens all the time. Regardless, thanks so much for the feature. I am really looking forward to becoming a regular contributor and work with you. We're looking for you, Scott Johnson. And we appreciate that. And we appreciate you doing the feature article. And we appreciate you actually reading an article and send it to us. And we're supposed to have that last Friday. We're going to have that this Friday. And if you guys get a chance, check out Todd Hollow Photography. Um, don't know where he's at. His website is linked to the actual show two shows ago that I read. That was an article that he wrote. Check him out. Um, check out his work. He does great work. And we we appreciate you, buddy. We appreciate you reaching out. We appreciate you writing the article. And we appreciate you reading the article. He has become a huge contributor in a short time. We have talked back and forth. And... We, uh, we like you, Scott Johnson. Chris Bloom, too. He, he throws it out there. He's sharing episodes right and left. I'm actually going to hit up Africa Electric Car and see what he's doing because he is actually writing articles on there, I believe. And I'm going to read one of those articles for the show. It might be our next show. I'm going to just jump on the Electric Car, Africa Electric Car. Um, his show is, is geared towards 
South America and what's going on over there with electrification. And he does a great job with his Facebook. He, he shares his articles. I see him on my Facebook feed. So I'm going to hit him up a little bit, see what's going on over there and share that with our audience because this is a worldwide effort. This electric car is it's moving everywhere we go. It looks like China is one of the main places that's getting it. They're, they're doing the most force to push it out there and we appreciate it because that makes news. And you know, here in the United States, there's a bump, but we have Tesla doing their thing in Nevada. And that Model 3, is, it should be hitting the road soon. Uh, check out YouTube, there's gonna be a lot of people um, we're, we're thankful for what they're doing, what they've done, and you know that's that's it. Uh, 28 minutes in, Fletcher's uh, probably gonna roll his eyes when he sees that time. <laughs> Hopefully, he can show it out for us. But that's my cue. Uh, thank you, Scott Johnson. Thank you for clearing that out. Thank you for the volunteering you do there in Canada. We the North, you guys are North of the United States there on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. And I, you know, just under you guys over here, uh, Niagara County is where uh, the closest part to me. So, you know, I, I've probably gone to Niagara Falls maybe five, six times in my life, even though it's right there. And it's, it's, it's a wonder to see. So now I'm rambling. And now I'm going to end this. I am the electric car superstar. You guys out there pushing the show, growing the show, are the electrification nation. The sweet beat behind my voice is FLF Beats. And the man making me sound great, playing podcast producer, Christopher Fletcher. And we are out. <laughs>